0: This episode of Engineering the Future is brought to you by National Bank, OSPI's official banking partner. National Bank's offer for engineers just got even better. Now with exclusive access to virtual healthcare advisory and legal assistance services provided by its official partners. Find out more at nbc.ca engineer. This podcast is brought to you by OSPI. The Ontario Society of Professional Engineers, the advocacy body for professional engineers in the engineering community in Ontario. Welcome to Engineering the Future, a podcast presented by the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers. I'm your host, Jerome James. Today, I'm joined by Beatrice C., the chair of the OSPE Data Governance Working Group, which has created a series of white papers on. Data innovation and governance. Welcome to the podcast, Beatrice.
1: Thanks, Jerome. It's great to be here.
0: Excellent. So, Beatrice, can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Why did you participate in this white paper, these series of white papers, and what type of content should readers expect?
1: Yeah, it's so great to be here, Jerome. Um, so, a little bit about me uh, I am a licensed professional engineer. And I also happen to be a licensed lawyer. I have practiced uh, both engineering and law in Ontario for the better part of a decade, a little bit over, actually. Um, And I got involved with this white paper um, at the invitation of a few existing members um, because I have spent the last 10 years or so standing at the intersection of um, tech development and law. And so I've... Yeah, I've often worked with folks um, on the engineering side who have a lot of questions about what um, the laws and regulations are currently about data, and I've heard a lot of frustration about how it's not particularly clear, and they wish it was. Similarly, with my legal colleagues um, and my friends on that side of the fence, a lot of times there's a lot of questions and ambiguity about what data technology is, what is it capable of, and what is it not capable of doing currently? Um, and what are the, you know, um, commercial and civic uh, responsibility um, issues that are at play? So given that I'm kind of in both camps and I have uh, worked uh, with clients on both sides of this, I thought it would be great to really jump in and try and provide some clarity. So, um And, and, you know, helping support experts as they provide clarity.
0: So, yeah. Right. So uh, for one of the forwards of the the papers that you guys have put out, um, you quoted Dr. Reeve, and I'm going to share a little excerpt of this uh, forward, um, stated that uh, we need to add skills. We need to drive conversations. We need to change our culture. We need to add consciousness. We need to be leaders, relating it back to data innovation, uh, where it's urgently needed. Could you tell us a little bit about how this white paper will spark that change and, and push that conversation forward?
1: Yeah, this is a great question, Jerome. Um, I think what the short answer is, um, we have thoughtful, smart people asking Good questions um, of our membership, right? We're asking good questions. The purpose of the paper is really to talk to ourselves as engineers, as OSPI members. We're kind of like talking to the tribe, and we're hoping that mm-hmm. others will respond to the questions that we have asked, as well as our overview of you know, AI, cybersecurity, data regulation, and um, the potential for growth, like on a macroscopic level. So just to give you a taste, um, I'm gonna read a couple of the questions that some of our SMEs, our subject matter experts have have uh posed to our membership here. Um and you'll see it in the papers as they come out. So, you know, the first question, you know, we talked about skills. And so the first question is from John Wang, who's a PNG and also a cybersecurity um professional here in Toronto. And he asks right. After his thoughtful overview uh, of this area, he asks our membership Given the increase in cybercrime and cybersecurity breaches, what is the role of engineers in ensuring the implementation of sound data governance practices? And related to that question, he asks Should the engineering regulator in Ontario, PEO, consider creating a licensing category for computer engineers? Now, These are not new questions, but they're pretty big ones, and I know they've been debated within our profession for some time. Um, and we thought that this is a good example of the type of question that folks can can write in about and respond to. Um, possibly phone in to your your podcast um, and say, "Hey, I have some thoughts on that." Um, John will be on a on us uh, an episode in the future, and you'll he'll, he'll can have a conversation with him, and hopefully that will spark further discussion. Um, I have Excellent. a lot of other examples, but I don't want to <laughs> take up too much of your time, but that's the kind of thing. Yeah, yeah
0: no, uh, I, absolutely. No, That and this is exactly the type of conversations we should be having as technology progresses and uh, uh, we kind of do a self-reflection on what, what is the state of the art and yeah. how are we um, moving forward? Are we doing things in a, in a critical way with a critical lens? And it's really important to ask ourselves these questions and uh, move forward in a, a thoughtful way, so
1: yeah, well, yeah. jumping on that, Jerome, before I leave my my dear team members, because uh, I want to give them all <laughs> as much spotlight, but you asked a great question, right? Like you know the state of the art and what are we um, how are we shepherding the growth of the art? you know, are we shepherding it in a responsible way in the right direction? And that made me think of a question that um, Mukul Astana, who is also a PNG, holder of an NBA and serial entrepreneur and company leader, um, he asks, among other things, should should access to a base level of internet be a civil right? You know, it's, it's kind of a big question, but he's done a fair bit of research and a lot of reflection based on his own business experience, um, and he's taken a, he's going to take readers through a couple case studies of other jurisdictions where um, data has been used to really drive growth, economic growth, um, and create new jobs. Um, lots have been written about this, but very specific to engineers. Um, he takes folks through um, an overview of that and. I would be remiss for the tech heads who are really into AI. Our first session will be obviously AI. What is it? Big data. Um, where is where is it going? Um, we have Peter Darvo who spoke at the last um, OSPI conference as well as Emmanuel Corte who's uh, also a practitioner in this area. Um, you know, and right. they ask questions similar to the ones um, that were uh, mentioned by uh, Dr. Reeve, which is, you know, what skills and training do you think are needed to implement AI? Um, what are the top five challenges for us for you as working engineers who want to support A applications, AI applications in your work or your enterprises. You know, what are you missing when you're making cases for that? Um, and how can OSPI help?
0: We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. At OSPE, we're here for you, making sure government, media, and the public are listening to the voice of engineers. You can learn more at ospie.on.ca. So uh, when does the these series of conversations uh, start?
1: Okay, so I don't have exact dates, but I understand that uh, this, I have it here, it's 30 pages. We're going to break it down into five sections. Um, they're going to be released, uh, I think, a few weeks apart, all in Q1 or Q2 of this year, so coming up. Um, and... We are going to have, we're going to lead, I think, with uh, AI, artificial intelligence, big data. What is it? Um, and then I think there will be podcasts with you. Each each chapter, each author will have an episode with you, and you can speak to them in depth about what they've written and what their thoughts are and the questions that they've posed. Um, so first will be AI. Second will be cybersecurity. Third, um, we're very lucky in this way. Third chapter is um data regulation uh, and what is the current state of the law. And we have Sujoy Chatterjee, who is not an engineer, but a very um, learned and experienced uh, lawyer in this area um, and who has been working right. with us embedded in our OSPE working group to try and understand like what the needs of engineers are, what kinds of questions do they wish they had more clarity about when it comes to uh, the law. Uh, in this area, and we have uh, some questions from a former OSPI um, member as well, staffer, uh, who asked questions about from civil society, right? You know, questions that are completely, you know, not entrenched in the technology, but truly just on from the user experience. Like, where are we going, and what kinds of uh, risks are we uh, potentially opening up by uh, not thinking about the civic and the social consequences of the technology we create? And then uh, finally we have the last chapter, which is Makul Astana who's uh, who's really focused on how data can be used to build um, a better data economy for the purpose of economic growth and prosperity. So yeah, it's a lot but it's, it's, you're gonna see a bunch of papers coming out in the next uh, two or three months as well as um, podcasts that will mirror that with you so. That's what folks Excellent. can Excellent, I can't see.
0: wait. These seems like very uh, juicy topics that we all should be uh, contemplating these days mm-hmm. uh, as we move forward. Um, can we uh, talk about uh, some of the topics that might be left out of those, those five? So we, we, we talked about uh, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, uh, the current state of the law, and data in the public interest and the data economy. Are there other data related topics that have been left out that we still, you know, should have in the conversation, should explore in the future?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I two come to mind, um, as like the next step, <laughs> uh, I climate change. How do we use, uh, Data technology and and data innovation to really help um, our generation uh, work on the problem of reducing carbon emissions and getting our society to a place where, um, you know, folks can feel comfortable about the state of the natural world and the state of our retirement, right? What the world will be like when we retire. So that would be one for me, you know, how do we? you know, we're used to having a lot of these issues like siloed, you know, is it equity and diversity? Is it QVS? Is it data? When I think for a lot of engineers working in the world, a lot of the stuff is quite interlinked, right? So those who are working on climate change, data can very much be leveraged and how how can we leverage it um, to uh, improve uh, that work? And Is there a carbon footprint associated with data that we're not aware of? You know, uh, large server farms like that are usually invisible to most end users. Like what kind of impact does that have? And should we be thinking about that? So that's one. The second area that I've just been thinking about lately is. um, You know. How do uh, public institutions uh, use it responsibly to engender greater trust with the public? I think we've all been watching with uh, a lot of concern and love for our country, a lot of the protests that have been going on uh, around the world and around our country. And uh, while everyone may have different views on um, vaccines and our obligations to each other, I think there is a core technical question there, which is, um, are we using technology responsibly And are we mm-hmm. listening to each other um, when we're not talking about the tech, right? Like, are we, right, is right. tech helping us hear each other better and protect each other? Or is it creating greater division or mistrust, you know? And if there is division and mistrust, maybe better communication is required. But right. I think these uh, are fair you, you kind of t- yeah.
0: touched on my next question, actually. Okay. Um, in the sense that, uh, yeah moving into other jurisdictions outside of engineering uh, within the the greater Ontario uh, aspect of the public at large. uh, How do you see these ideas? uh, Like you said, uh, uh, the future of um, civil disobedience and, and et cetera, uh, how do you see these big ideas and these topics will change and um, evolve uh, with respect to policy changes with better data in the future?
1: Mm. Well, I don't know about um, policy and I can't comment on that uh, specifically, but I think civil disobedience and um, speaking to each other and speaking to more powerful entities than the speaker. I think that's already changed, right? With the rise of social media, um, it used to be that you would gather a number and your, your physical presence sort of demonstrated your vote or your message. Um, since, you know, 2004, 2005, we have uh, so much, uh, we, we have now have this ecosystem of um, debate where that's very much online. And how exactly is that are netizens counted? Um, And how do you account for bad actors that might co-op accounts or platforms, um, you know, for a particular cause, but are not actually representative of actual citizens within the state, right? How do we manage those risks? I mean, I don't personally have the answer to those questions, but I do think that these are great questions to ask. And I think Mm -hmm. you asked about who else might, we might want to bring to the table.
0: Yeah. Like what other sectors do you think would be affected uh, with uh, better data governance uh, and data governance innovation? Uh, How do you see that, uh, that uh, bigger picture, the bigger population Mm -hmm. outside of engineering affected Mm
1: -hmm. by
0: these concepts?
1: Yeah, I think I think right now the technology that we build is affecting everyone in a really uh, massive way in ways that maybe uh we don't even often appreciate when we create these um These solutions, you know, what can seem like just uh, scraping of, you know, customer information to sit in a, a spreadsheet on a server somewhere can have like real consequences a few years down the line if we're not, you know, properly managing it or thinking about it. And one of the things I will say is, you know, you asked some great questions about like the arc of civil disobedience and the impact that that might have on policy. I would say that engineers, we... We do a great job of solving problems, and we also ask thoughtful questions. Um, and one of the things we should be open to, I think, is bringing folks with non-technical backgrounds to the table, but who have specialized in things like policy, um, the humanities, um, history, psychology, because all of that comes to bear um, in a lot of these questions. And, and we have to know when our expertise should be, uh, or, or when their expertise should be deferred to, When when Uh, other colleagues outside of the sciences who have studied the arts um, might really have some uh, thoughtful insight uh, that could really solve the problem. You know, I think the tent is getting bigger on the projects that we're working on. They have to. And uh, I, I hope that one of the things I would say to our membership conversation is you know, consider your liberal arts colleagues and think about embedding some, uh, non-technical, uh, specialists into your design teams. They might be able to provide insight that we don't traditionally think about.
0: Well, thank you so much for, uh, providing us with such a, a wealth of information with regards to data governance today. Uh, I'm sure that these topics will be relevant for years to come and, uh, I look forward to hearing your colleagues on their aspects of their research.
1: Thanks, Jerome. Really appreciate it.
0: Beatrice Z is the chair of the OSPI Data Governance Working Group, which has created a series of white papers on data innovation and governance. Make sure to keep an eye out for future publications of this work. I am Jerome James, and you've been listening to Engineering the Future. From all of us at OSPE, the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers, thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.